Well, we now go to Memorial University, where the Board of Regents has announced that Brian Timmons is no longer president. This comes during week four of Timmons' six-week voluntary paid leave of absence. So let's bring in Ariana Kellen now, who's standing by live at the St. John's campus. So, Ariana, what is the Board of Regents saying? The Board of Regents met last night to discuss this issue and today announced their decision on Monza Gazette Online. Now, the Board of Regents know its chair, Glenn Barnes, is talking, but they did state today that Brian Timmons' contract was being ended without cause basis. Now, the contract was set to expire in December of 2024, and Barnes said that he appreciated Brian Timmons' contributions to the university and that he wished to arrive in the future. So how did we get to this point? So who is Carrie Claire? Um, great question. Hi, Carrie Claire Neal. I am from Spanish Bay, Newfoundland's uh, Labrador, a little island off the coast of Canada. Uh, currently living in St. John's, which is our, our little capital, way out into the Atlantic, as far away as you can get, pretty much. Um, and I currently run a comic book store. I'm a, a pretty active anti-capitalist activist in the community. I'm co-chair for the Social Justice Cooperative, Newfoundland Labrador. And recently, I guess I'm still technically um, on the Board of Regents as an alumni representative for Memorial University of Newfoundland and Labrador. Um, though I was recently suspended from my position uh, until the end of my term. So I've seen you in a few sort of Twitter or Facebook or whatever social media controversies. What have, what have those been about? Yeah, I often tweet things like fuck the police, um, things with cop cars on fire, um, I hate the monarchy, and I often draw criticisms about National days of mourning around war because I, I get frustrated with the way that war is like framed um, And I kind of try to talk more about kind of the power dynamics involved and um, Those are some of the reasons why the people don't like that people, people get mad like when we talk about the poppies <laughs> or the you know the police our brave troops in the streets so Okay, what the hell is the Board of Regents? What is that? Who are... That sounds fancy. <laughs> yeah, I guess in other universities, they're called, like, a Board of Directors or a Board... Or like a, it's like a governance board for the university. So we kind of make, like, the financial decisions and, like, the executive hiring decisions. That kind of higher-level, um, yeah, decision-making. So how do you be a part of that? How is that... 
who are they? How are they selected? Or... Yeah, it's different, like, all over uh, Canada and probably the U.S. I don't know how they do it there. But here, we, we have 30 uh, representatives on the Board of Regents, which is quite a lot um, for university. Uh, 17 of those are appointed by our very own government. And six of those are elected by people who graduated from the university. So that's how I got involved. Um, there are four student representatives. And that brings us up to 27. And I think like kind of um, like the president and the chancellor and maybe the vice chancellor or like kind of the administration positions. All right. So what'd you, gra what'd you graduate with? What'd you do? I have two degrees from Royal University. I first did my, my Bachelor of Arts in Economics and Canadian Studies, which is kind of an interdisciplinary um, humanities, social science um, degree. And then I did my Master's in Sociology. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So, recently, with the Board of Regents, you got, I guess, not kicked off all the way, suspended or something, you said? Yeah, I suspended until the end of my term, so I'm not allowed to go to any meetings. Um, and my term was up in, like, August, so I, I almost made it to the end. Almost made it. But not quite. No, that's sad. They never let... I don't know. The real ones never make it to the end. <laughs> yeah. And, and so what, what was that about? What happened? Yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, um, I'm, you know, it's morning, I am having a cup of coffee... I'm sitting on my couch looking at Twitter and I see there's a lot of criticism happening on my Twitter towards the RNC, the Royal Newfoundland Constabulary, which is like the provincial police force here, um, because they they shared a tweet, um, a, you know, sharing their condolences about two officers that were killed on the job in Alberta. And when they shared it, they included this image that had been created by the Edmonton, Alberta police, which was just like kind of their police, like their crest. And it had like a thin blue line across it. And yeah, I was seeing a lot of criticism. It was coming up a lot. People were like, you know, kind of calling them out for sharing the thin blue line because it is quite a controversial symbol. It's been used a lot um, in the, you know, the Blue Lives Matter campaign, which is uh, a pretty direct um, response to the Black Lives Matter campaign, um, and is, yeah, perceived as, I would say it's alt-right and, um, used in white supremacist circles who want to protect the role of the police in, um, exploiting the oppressed here. Um, so I shared a screenshot of the RNC's tweets, and I said, fuck the police. And, you know, I thought, you know, there was a second where I was like, I feel like this isn't gonna go over very well. <laughs> and then I was like, whatever. It's just like, a, you know, three little words, whatever. And I went down with my day. Um, but my tweet was quite controversial. And I think especially, like, it really got picked up by right-wing, you know, Twitter organizers in Alberta. So, and like, they were just quote tweeting. I think there were just hundreds of quote tweets of people just like absolutely outraged by my tweet. And, you know, in my defense, like, the RNC did delete their tweet after the, like, backlash, and they shared it again without the thin blue line. I didn't realize that's actually, like, in their, like, rules or whatever. They're not allowed to post or, like, 
have the thin blue line anywhere or something like that. Yeah, I know it's been banned by the RCMP. And it's interesting, Alberta police unions have actually resisted banning it and have, like, stated very much, like, we are going to use it. And I think they, like, absolutely, like, knew what they were doing when they shared that. Um, And, yeah, I kind of got, like, used as a... An outrage tool, I would say, by the right. And my image, like, my tweet is actually shared a lot without the image. Like, people were screenshotting it and just... Because, you know, the text of the... But that makes it less bad, almost, you know what I mean? Because if it's, like... I get the outrage if you're like, oh, they died, you know, don't do it. But if it's just you saying, fuck the police, then it's like... Well, no, they included... Oh, they included oh, the text oh. <laughs> from the oh. RNC tweet. Well, that's a lot funnier. Then. <laughs> <laughs> and then they like cropped out the image. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, and yeah, like it got picked up by like these right wing media outlets, like the Western Standard and Rebel News um, and True North. And it's interesting. They really came for the fact that I also ran for the NDP, um, which nobody talks I, about here. I saw a lot of people who were replying. I have some tweets that I want to read because oh, I found please. them hilarious. But I saw a bunch of people who were just replying with like pictures of you, like at your job and whatnot, as if it was like some big like revelation. I saw people like adding this place, being like, "Did you know one of your employees is a communist?" <laughs> yeah, I got some <laughs> funny emails. Um, yeah, just people. Trying to out me, trying to get me to lose my job. Um, trying, and then of course finding out that I'm the business owner and being like, I'm gonna boycott your business. And I'm like, you People know, like, yeah, in them, Alberta. Yeah, like, oh, exactly. Well, that's a shame. Yeah. So how did that get back to Mun? Uh, yeah, Mun of course also got tagged in a lot of those tweets, and they decided that yeah, it was inappropriate for me to have said that. And I wasn't being a good representative of the university. And I will say, like, Mud has been facing a lot of backlash recently for a number of different reasons. And I think they're really just trying to, like, do whatever they can to, like, get out of the spotlight. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they're just, um, they kind of bow down to, like, the public pressure. That's fair. So so here's some some tweets I screenshotted because I thought they were pretty silly uh steve burns says so who do you call when something shitty happens to you the woke <laughs> great question um someone just added like memorial U, cbc ntv and gov nl uh, that was funny just adding everyone mm-hmm. calling mom <laughs> narcs yeah <clears throat> and then the the more the more sinister ones which would scare me honestly i don't know how you feel uh at rnc police she runs the comic book store thought you might wish to pay her a visit and thank her for her kind thoughts uh that same woman (laughs) i looked at her profile and her most recent tweet was tipsy baking it's a thing (laughs) (laughs) whatever brings you joy yeah, so many of these people who would just post, like, these, like, terrible, horrible things, and they just post, like, pictures of, like, cookies in the oven or something. <laughs> yeah, I've had a few people be like, what if I came in and I attacked your employees, or I destroyed, you know, property in your store? And it's like, well, please don't do that. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, my, Carrie. This is abhorrent. There is no... W- 
Fuck, sorry. Let me try that again. <clears throat> oh my, Carrie. This is abhorrent. There's no way you don't understand this. I hope the families of these men don't see this post or any other like it. Please consider deleting this. Now that's kind of tame, but the reply I found funny. Holy crap. I almost scrolled by until I saw your words and had to go back up to the top to see what had your dander up. <laughs> Disgusting post from this young woman. I just like the phrase, what had your dander up. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've heard that in the past 10 years. Grow up, little girl, and show some goddamn respect, <laughs> says pissed off Albertan. <laughs> so, yeah, those were some of the... Uh, some of the sillier ones, I guess. So, so yeah, how does that make you feel? That sort of vitriol and, and the creepiness, creepy, angry guys. Yeah, it's, um, I have mixed feelings. I think I've been, you know, vocal about these issues for a while. So I've been getting my fair sense share of trolls. And of course, like the patriarchy, the people who are comfortable in like this oppressive system are going to like resist having that questioned ever. And they're going to try and like scare me um, and silence me. And I, I mute a lot of those people. And so when they interact with me, it still pushes me up in the algorithm. That's true. Uh, so, you know, it helps more people see my tweet and um, gets my message out there. You know, I, I got like a thousand followers you know, oh, really? after that went viral. Nice. And yeah, I do. I'm like kind of addicted to Twitter and <laughs> I should spend less time on it. I don't know if it's, it's addicting, like... though. It's rough. Especially do you find you ever be scrolling? You see a tweet. You're halfway through reading it. It vanishes. Ugh, the worst. You have to scroll for 15 more minutes. <laughs> Never see That's got to be a thing. That's got to be some sort of psychological trick to like get you to keep going. So it's like, hmm, interesting. It's got to be. It's got to be. It is. Yeah, I feel like the best minds of our time are like you know working for Facebook and Twitter, trying to get us addicted to their platforms. It's got to be. Yeah, like think of all the money and, and like uh, they hired people for like, like casinos and stuff to work in that too. Mm, right. That like gratification. Twitter's a lovely place. So, who is Vianne Timmons? <laughs> Vianne Timmons is the ex president of Memorial University. She was recently let go after a scandal involving her identity as <laughs> a indigenous or non indigenous That's woman so fucking funny. here in Canada. <laughs> It's, um, it's, yeah, it's complicated. <laughs> what else, what else was she known for before everyone found out uh, about that? <laughs> she... And where did, where did she come from before? What's her sort of working history like? Yeah, she, um, grew up in Labrador City in Labrador, which is just north of Newf uh, the island of Newfoundland. And from my understanding, she was a teacher. I think she did teach on some reserves and stuff. And then she kind of like worked her way up through university. I think she started as like a regular teacher and then moved into university administration somewhere and kind of, kind of like rose the ranks. Um, before she was president at MUN, she was president at the University of Regina in Saskatchewan here in Canada. And she is known for being like quite corporate. Like she uh, oversaw the doubling of tuition here at the university. Um, she created a lot of positions at kind of like higher senior administration levels, high salaries, a lot of like vice presidents of governance or uh, not governance, but um, 
different jobs that things. don't exist. external relations jobs yeah. that are non-existent no work involved like just someone just an email address that things get forwarded to yeah they do a lot of like they go to a lot of meetings and events and they you know help but work on our strategy and just <laughs> and they've been doing a great job Clearly. <laughs> and the doubling of tuition was huge, too, because this was, like, one of the cheapest places in Canada to, like, go. Yeah, I think it's, you know, it is still one of the cheaper, but it is a big blow. Um, it's, you know, it's complicated by the fact that, the, like, the government of Newfoundland Labrador has been cutting its subsidy to the university, like, year over year and happened again this year. So, but I don't think it's helped by the fact that, like, there is also kind of an extravagant executive that you know like that doesn't that didn't exist 30 40 years ago from what i understand it doesn't exist in the same way in universities i think it's a big thing in the states but maybe not so much in like europe where they have like free education um it's yeah something that has kind of come out of the corporatization i would say of the university and how um there's a push to run governments and public institutions like universities like a business um, and, and use this kind of like higher paid salary, you know, you have to bring the top talent for the top money. And it's such a, um, I think like a, a way that rich people kind of justify how much money they have and how they like keep it amongst themselves and like extract it, I guess, from our common resources. It's, yeah. What does a president of mine do? I mean, they're not, you know, teaching anything. They're not, what do they provide? What's their... Yeah, I guess they go to like... Doing deals? What kind of deals <laughs> does the president of Mun do? You know, I guess, yeah, they like approve operations and yeah, do kind of different oversight. I'm sure it's a lot of like fluff. She organized like a conference every year about w- helping women, but I'm sure she just had paid other people to do it. But yeah, I think it's just like a lot of meetings. Uh, yeah. Is the asbestos still there? Are there still the funnels? Are you at Mun much? Do you? I haven't been there much. Uh, it's yeah, we have our meetings at like the fancy, a new um, building up on Signal Hill, not on the main campus. Uh, okay. But yeah, from what I understand, the asbestos in the arts building is still very much there. <laughs> the new core science building that we spent a hundred million dollars on is still empty. Yeah. Uh, the funnel where, like, so we have these underground tunnels that connect different buildings, and there's, like, leaks, and they're just, like, being... <laughs> Funneled like, into a garbage can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those are all absolutely still there. Um, and, yeah, of course, yeah, people are seeing, especially, I would, like, there are a lot of positions going unfilled, um, especially, I would say, on the humanities, social science part of campus. And, yeah, our university, there's a big push for oil research and, you know, subsidizing, mm. especially the... Thinking very long term. Yeah, like the <laughs> Arctic frontier is a big yeah. uh, focus at the university, cold oceans, and, like, as, of course, the Arctic is melting yeah. because of climate change, yeah. it's, um, we're able to extract more of the oil up there. Wonderful. And we do a lot of <laughs> ice studies at, at our university. Wonderful. Yeah. So how much money does it take to run Mon? And how much money, how much was she making while she was there? How much, like, she was, how much money was she getting for, like, gym equipment per year? Great question. Um, I feel Sorry, like... I, I don't, I, I don't know why I expect you have these numbers <laughs> just in your head. 
<laughs> yeah, I want to say the budget is like six hundred million a year. I thought I don't. Yeah, that's my estimate. That's fair. And I know over her contract, I think she was making half a million a year. And that I think yeah includes like she gets a special stipend because we're considered rural even though this is like kind of a metropolis like it yeah. has starbucks you know yeah. <laughs> like i i guess it's a bit for for to travel places but yeah she gets like a housing stipend a car stipend and you know she was in the media recently because she, um she had this conference with people from norway because we love oil um and they went to this, like, fancy inn on Fogo Island. Oh, yeah. uh, they probably took, like, private planes to get there. Like, it's very out of the way. It's, like, very bougie. Um, so, and, you know, those would have been considered covered as, like, conference expenses. That kind of thing. Yeah. I remember uh, my last few years there. I didn't graduate. I dropped out many times. Nice. Um, but my last few years before finally giving up, uh, I was doing anthropology, and I remember, like, every semester, the, the profs would be like, oh, yeah, uh, this might not be here next year, you know, we, we might get cut, no one, no one's showing any money towards anthropology, so. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's so frustrating, we have, like, an earth science building, an engineering building, and they are just, like, top of the line, so fancy, um, yeah, a lot of oil money coming through, including, yeah, this new core science facility, it's, they spent a hundred million dollars on it, it has a giant whale skeleton, yeah. a blue whale skeleton, I think. Uh, that's crazy. Inside. That's n- n- nuts. And, yeah, like, the arts is, like, you know, shoved into a corner. Always the humanities first to go. So tell me more about her pretending to be indigenous. <laughs> yeah, it's it's complicated. So I guess um, I've done a lot of research about it though. <laughs> 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 um, at one point, she um, had signed up as a member of the Brador, which is like a. Mi'kmaq indigenous group in Basin, Nova Scotia that hasn't actually been, like, credited and some people, like, don't necessarily believe that, like, they're actually indigenous because if you're, if you do get to sign up as, like, you know, an indigenous nation, then, you know, there are certain benefits that come with that and including, like, hunting and fishing out of season and there have been issues in Nova Scotia of, like, people who call themselves the Eastern Métis, who, you know, say that they're indigenous, but, like, don't necessarily, like, practice a lot of, you know, those cultures and values, and, like, you know, maybe, like, a long time ago they have a relative that doesn't really, you know, um, and so she had signed up, and, like, I guess her father had done some work and was like, oh, look, we have a great-grandmother from this nation, um, I think she might also have a great-grandmother from Con River, which is in Newfoundland, um, and, like, recognized, but it's, yeah, it's a tenuous relationship, and she, yeah, signed up for this, or- like, organization for, like, a year, and then she says that she kind of, like, learned about the criticism around it, and, like, she didn't renew her membership, 
But it was, like, I guess on her resume for a while, and she got this, like, Inspire Award, which is supposed to be, like, for Indigenous people. (laughs) And it's tricky. Like, she says that she told them that she doesn't, she has Indigenous heritage, but she doesn't really identify as Indigenous, and they decided to give it to her anyway. But if you, like, go on their website, it says that she's Mi'kmaq. (laughs) It's, like, and it's tricky, like... I understand, you know, colonial violence, like, forced people to assimilate, and, like, it's good for people to say that they, like, it's, you know, it's fine if people say they have heritage, maybe they want to, like, reconnect to that, but, um, I guess, yeah, did she, did she present herself as, like, Indigenous, and did that give her, like, special, um, privileges, because, like, people are trying to do more equity, diversity, inclusivity now, and... And kind of like want that check mark, you know? It's, yeah. And I know, yeah, a lot of like when the CBC did an investigative story into it all recently, and definitely like some Indigenous people spoke out really strongly that she should be removed from her position um, for like falsely claiming identity. Was that what finally got her ejected, or? It seems like it. It seems like the backlash around that. Um, was they kind of felt like maybe she lied to get into her position. Mm. Like, they told me that it wasn't on her resume. They didn't tell... They told CBC that they didn't have her resume. Yeah, I remember reading that. (laughs) Yeah, because it was some, like, company that was hired to hire her. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is sketchy to begin with. But then they told... They came out afterwards and they said, like, we do have her resume and it doesn't say that. But I think... The, you know, I think the Inspire Award was on it, and, yeah. like, maybe, you know, people kind of made those connections. Because, yeah, there's an article from the student union at the time being like, well, you know, we think she's getting paid too much, but, you know, it's good to have an Indigenous woman. Um, and I think the student union is involved in the hiring. So, yeah. <laughs> well, who was that student that was barred from campus, and, and what was that all about? Yes, of course, poor Matt Barter. Um, another, yeah, so ridiculous. So a student, Matt Barter, uh, was protesting the president, uh, Vian Timmons, as he had protested the previous president, Gary Kachanowski, for basically just being paid too much. And she decided that it was workplace harassment, and like barred him from campus and he then went to court about it and um tried to challenge that which is amazing i don't actually know if the suit has been dropped yet but i hope it will be um and it's even like (laughs) she tried to say that like especially around the tuition like that was a really heightened point of conflict at the university and of course Understandably, she was receiving a lot of, like, angry emails about it, and she tried to say that was also workplace harassment, even though she's, like, the president of the university. Like, she, (laughs) it's not who workplace harassment, like, is supposed to cover. But anyway, um, she tried to say that, like, she received a lot of sexist comments, and Matt Barter did, like, an A-tip, which is, like, he, there's, like, uh, laws around access to information, and so he was able to get access to her emails, and he was like, well, actually, I didn't find a single email that called you a sexist comment. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. 
He's like, these all seem like fair criticisms. And yeah, he kind of just like got under her skin and yeah, she kicked him off campus, which is absurd. And I hope that they, yeah, um, let him back on like as soon as possible. Yeah, that's nuts. And how long has that been going on? For like years, years ago. Yeah, I feel like two years maybe. That's nuts. So if he's doing it, it's like half his... So what has he just been doing, like, online or distant courses and stuff? I guess that's been convenient the past two years, but... Yeah, he might be allowed to go directly to his class and back. Okay, just no hanging around. Yeah, don't want to catch you at any events with the president. Yeah. So, so wasn't he... I I remember seeing, like, were they filming a video and he was, like, behind her with a sign or something and... Yeah, it was actually a silent protest, generally. Uh, like, he was generally just there with a sign, not saying anything, um, which is, like, even worse. Like, she can't say that she was yeah. scared. Like, you know, he wasn't verbally harassing her. Yeah, it's absurd. Especially as someone, yeah, who protests a lot. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, that's weird. That's freaky. That seems like, I don't know. Uh, when, when are we going to, how how does the next selection process occur for uh, President Amon? For president, it's a great question. I think it's very frustrating. Yeah, they've been hiring these, like, um, search uh, companies who go out and get top-level talent, which has not been doing us very good. Like, we just had a chancellor for, like, a year, and then she, like, went off and, you know, got more money somewhere else. It's, like, this horrible um, fight for the top. It, you actually, I studied it in economics. It happens a lot with CEOs, like the superstar salaries where people aren't necessarily more productive, but they're like, there's a small pool, I guess, of people who have experience and they just like keep hopping over to different companies, just like getting more money. It's so stupid. But yeah, we're seeing that a lot with the administration. So, I mean, I would say six months at least before they would make a decision. But and the next person is probably going to be the same. pretty similar. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Has there been any talk of like reversing any of the like tuition hikes or anything like that? Well, you know, I'm not on the board anymore. That's fair. That's fair. I, um, you know, I think the student union is, they just elected a bunch of new people and I think I'm hoping that they will, yeah, push that fight because I think it's a really important one. But where's with, the damn tuition strikes? You know, with with the way that like yeah, the government keeps cutting their funding. It's yeah, very frustrating. So, how does this follow? Or I guess this seems to follow a greater trend throughout the whole country basically newfoundland in particular because we kind of get the the worst of everything it seems uh or at least seems that way from here of just like cutting everything public and like pushing privatization of everything and you know sabotaging all of our like public services and is this just sort of what we're in for now it seems like that. I mean, I would say the kind of two big political parties here, the Liberals and the PCs, are, are pretty happy to see the privatization of public services and, and give handouts to all their friends. And yeah, it's there's a lot of um, circle jerking happening, I would say, here. A lot of love for the oil industry and the private businesses um 
there are some resistors like the social justice co-op but um yeah i think yeah it's happening across canada i mean we are seeing more unions also seem to be popping up a little bit more it seems like nape a union here is is kind of on a drive to try and bring in more members and there's this new organization the workers action network which are trying to like educate workers about their rights and like how to join a union and the value of that, which, and of course, like in the States, we're seeing all the Starbucks, yes. you know, unionize. That's so exciting. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping the workers will unite. I'm, I'm a big fan of the union movement. Like it used to be so radical and I think it kind of got corporatized too with like neoliberalism and, um, but hopefully that will empower maybe more people to, to put up a fight. I do feel like people are kind of apathetic to what's happening like that's a big barrier people feel like they're small and i will say like we live in like this time of luxury that is like absurd like no no one in history has you know lived with the comforts and amenities that we have and it's i think with climate change and everything it's not you know it's a temporary bliss yeah yeah. Um, and Not I think we're in for a rude awakening, but yeah, I think people are distracted, they're comfortable, and they, um, they're not willing to, to rise up yet. Like what? Uh, I don't remember if we were. I don't think we were on mic yet. Talking about the Funko Pops, like the millions of Funko Pops being like torched or whatever because they're just like, fuck it. You know, Can't exactly. Sell them. They're out. God, it's scary walking through like a dollar store. You know what I mean? And just looking around at all like the just stupid plastic little bullshit. And being like, oh my god, mm-hmm. how much of that exists? And like. What did it take to get that here, you know? And knowing that there's probably a million of those, like, across Canada yeah. and the United States, and it's it makes it hard as a consumer to be like, well, does my decision not to buy, like, one more plastic thing, like, does that matter? Am I, should I just throw, you know, I have this old tablet, I'm just going to throw it in the garbage, it's broken, um, I'm not going to fix it. Nothing is fixable anymore. No, absolutely nothing. Um, and, you know, I'm just one of a billion. Like, the billionaires are out there on private jets, just, like, going, you know, to different places in L.A. Like, Think of all the Funko Pops they have. You know? <laughs> a lot of Funko Pops. A lot of plastic. There's so much. And it's it can feel definitely, like, overwhelming. Like, I'm, I'm pretty involved in kind of, like, the resistance to that. And a big part of, like, the, our work is just, like, socializing because it feels kind of, like, impossible. And, like, in real life, too. You in, know? Not on mm-hmm. the internet where, you know, a lot of people are sort of getting these radical ideas and then sort of not following up with any sort of, like, you know, oh, you know, I, you know, I understand, blah, blah, blah labor theory of value in the abstract but it's like okay that doesn't apply to me or my job or anything yeah. you know? or like you know I'm not even gonna think to say anything like that or you know I think a lot of people can get into you know get all the right ideas but then just sort of not 
apply it to their lives at all in mm-hmm. any sort of way and just get lost in like atomized Twitter and whatnot. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier to stay in bed and watch TV all it day. It is. It's so easy. You know? It's so easy to do that. And I think, obviously, the political powers, like, want to keep us distracted. Like, Chomsky kind of talks about that, like, with how um, there's so much focus on sports and entertainment, and it's all kind of, like, a distraction from, like, the politics of, like, what's happening. Did you hear Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oh, how Oscars? dare he! <laughs> crazy <laughs> how many people fucking cared about that oh my god how much i had to hear about that i'm still hearing about it a little bit every time someone mentions will smith who cares mm-hmm. is that the first time anything exciting has happened at the grammys or the oscars well i mean moonlight the la la land moonlight scandal what happened with la la land you don't remember moonlight? that they said la la land was like best picture and then they were like um actually it was oh moonlight god. that's awful <laughs> that's so sad but that obviously was not as big as the slab. No, no. No, we're close. Or, uh, didn't they, didn't they hype up, like, they're gonna give, like, Chadwick Boseman an Oscar, posthumous Oscar, and then they didn't or something, and they gave it something stupid. I don't <laughs> I know. I shouldn't have brought that up unless I knew enough <laughs> to what it was actually about, I guess. <laughs> Oscars are scary. Yeah. Um, I don't think of... I'd want to go to the Oscars if I was given a ticket, which I may be any day now you know i'm checking the mail every day today a podcast in st john's tomorrow the world a podcast in the oscars <laughs> that would freak me out i don't think you're supposed to see celebrities in real life i don't think that's not natural no i feel like they would probably look different yeah we're so used to seeing them all like dolled yeah, up that's and true. photoshopped shorter mm. or taller <laughs> Or maybe they'd look bigger, you know? You think you see them on a little screen? Hmm. Maybe they'd look bigger. I don't think they should be allowed out, honestly. I think they should keep them in a little little place. It's It must be a weird life to live. I feel like you can't trust people, because it's like, are you just yeah. my friend because I'm famous and I'm rich? Like, How do I like, you... go to the store without people like running at me with cameras? You know? Which I know all about already, so. <laughs> How is St. John's doing? How is St. John's doing? It's, um, it's definitely going through, I would say, a housing crisis. It seems like everyone is going through a housing crisis. Like, where are all the houses? I guess all the houses are Airbnbs. Yeah. And, like, extracting. Do we of, have those here? Are they, are they, I guess we do. Oh, my God, I think there's, like, there's definitely, like, 100 here in St. John's. There might be 200. You don't have Ubers. Do we, we don't have Uber. Is that a Canada thing? No way. They got I Ubers. think it is. I think yeah? the taxis, um, like, it's they're not unionized, but they have, like, an association. Um, the businesses have an association, and they are really resisting Uber. But they did somehow let DoorDash in. Um, That's awful. I feel... Ugh. And skip the dishes. I hate a, it so much. It's a big money makers. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, am I really going to spend $30 for a burger? Like, yeah, not only is it expensive, but it's like, it's expensive and the poor guy driving gets nothing at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, like truly. four bucks for like, I don't know, $8 in gas. Like, I guess they make money. I, they have to if they're still doing it. But I've heard it can be, because you also have to like pay for certain things and yeah, it can be hard. I guess, yeah, there's an upfront cost. Yeah, you have to, like, buy the bag from them or something. Mm, and 
have to like have a car, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Do you? Do they check if you have like a valid license or anything? I wonder. I wonder. Are they I... like? Because there's no way any of those guys are insured or anything like that, or have any sort of like. Right. I guess regular commercial insurance. insurance. Well, yes, I'm sure. Maybe. I'm not saying. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> I think I'm going to stop paying my car insurance. <laughs> it's probably not worth it. I think it's a scam. If I ever get in an accident, I'll get out and run away. Smart. Buy another car with Fortunate. all the money I've saved. <laughs> no, and that's my advice to all the listeners. Don't pay your car insurance. Don't keep your vehicle registered. You know, I call, I got a ticket for parking in front of my house, which should be illegal Rude. for them to get out and out and. Goodness. I gotta bleep that. I gotta remember where that is and bleep that. <laughs> All the way out there, everyone's parked in front of their house. I've parked there the whole winter, basically, except for when it snowed. Never got a ticket. Got a ticket this morning. That you should, should appeal. Uh, yeah, yeah. I can't even read what's on it. The guy fucking the daintiest penmanship ever. Right. I think they sent you a letter. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yes, I forgot where I was going with that. But I called, and I was like, oh, I think it might have been because I... um like didn't don't have my stickers on the guys who go around just writing tickets they can't they have no authority over your stickers hmm. that's just cops real cops right so lesson one to my viewers don't pay car insurance <laughs> just drive safe um two don't keep your vehicle registered it's a scam it's a scam unless you get in an accident or the cops are around or something do you drive I do have my license, and I share a vehicle with my mother. It's, um, yeah, I guess she has hip issues, um, but I do avail of it. I do love my bicycle, but it is convenient to have a car. We don't have the best transit here in St. John's. <laughs> no, no, we don't have much of any transit. God love the buses. We but love oil. We love oil. We love oil. And Jesus, how do you even bike in St. John's? It's all the hills. There are a lot of hills. Especially downtown. Yeah. I've got my roots where I, like, try to stay as flat as possible. But, um, yeah, I, you know, you get in great shape by the end of the summer. Yeah. Are bikes allowed on the road here? I feel like I should know this as a driver. (laughs) (laughs) They are. But, yeah, we don't have, like, good bike lanes either. Sometimes they have, like, Do we have any bike lanes? They have, like, a painted line sometimes, but there's no, like, protected bike lanes, which is unfortunate. Well, actually, I think they did finally build some along Prince Philip Drive. Oh, okay. Which is good in Columbus. Those are, like, some major kind of thoroughfares. A freeway? No, just a highway. It's. What's the difference? I don't know. I feel like a freeway is bigger, but it's like a highway that goes through the city. I freeway don't know. is just no lines, no rules. Yeah, that's do whatever it, you just want. Go for it. That's the way roads should be. I'm Apparently, we would all drive slower if there were no lines. Really? Yeah. Was there like a study done? Apparently, it makes us too confident. Is what I've heard. I, I can see that because I mean, I don't know, there's spots around here where there's no lines, and I get up and I'm just scared, don't know what to do. <laughs> you know, <laughs> the scareder you are, the slower you drive. Sometimes <laughs> depends what I'm scared of. Um, so that's all I had questions wise. Uh, that was that was very lovely. Thank you for for all the all the wonderful answers. Uh, is there anything you have that you could promote? Anything anything you want to? I'm going to tell our American listeners to come here and buy 
Yeah, be sure to visit Downtown Comics, located <laughs> at 141 Duckworth Street, St. John's, Newfoundland and Labrador. Um, and follow me on Twitter, obviously, at Carrie Claire Neal. Um, I will continue to outrage the right. Absolutely. With my garbage tweets. That's good. Nothing better than making Twitter people mad. And it's so easy. It's a very angry website. Yeah. I feel like every time I'm on it, too, I'm a little, I'm a little mad, you know? I mean, I think, yeah, I, there's just so much horror happening all around. I think I'm starting to become numb to it, but it's, um, I can't, like, look away. It's like I'm watching yeah. a crash just happen in front of me all the time. I used to have that on, uh, I, my Instagram, I used to just, like, purely be following, like, people I know, and then, like, political accounts and, like, news and stuff like that. I had to stop, at least on Instagram. I just want paintings and, like, cats. Lovely. But Twitter is still, like still an angry place yeah i feel like that about my tiktok my tiktok is just for fun yes yes same but i um i love twitter maybe one day i'll retire but probably not today retire from twitter yeah yeah i don't think any of us are retiring in general i guess maybe it'll go under or something like i guess it's now called the x corp I don't know if anything I read on Twitter is even true. What's the X Corp? <laughs> I read on Twitter that they renamed Twitter Inc. to X Corp. Interesting. But maybe that's not true. Interesting. It's like e Evil Corp. You, you know? Mr. Robot? No. It's a show on, uh, I think it's on Amazon. I don't know if it's an Amazon show. This guy works at some, like, cybersecurity company, but he's, like, super deranged and he replaced the name of uh, E Corp to Evil Corp and it's, I don't know. Doesn't matter. E Corp, Evil Corp, X Corp. Hmm. SpaceX. Oh. Mm, it's all mm. related. That's awful. I fucking hate that guy so much. <laughs> Every time I see I have muted, I've blocked on Twitter I think. So oh, smart. he can't DM me anymore. <laughs> Bestie. Oh, God, he's so annoying. So unfunny too and like he has no idea either. Yeah, he, I mean, he gets a lot of, I'm sure he has a lot of yes men around you. I feel like when you're that rich, yeah. there's just like all kinds of people surrounding you being like, you're a god. Um, let me be your entourage. Or does he see tweets of people making fun of him? And right. Like, you know, have a meltdown or something. Right, he could have that, all, like his employees have that all like Blocked strange. from him, yeah. yeah. Like, oh my god, don't let him see that, oh my god. <laughs> He's going to freak out. He's going to be so mad. <laughs> but yes, thank you very much. I won't take up any more of your time. You got Survivor to watch. So exciting. Big and brother. Big Brother Canada. And Big Brother Let's Canada. Go. Oh my God. But yes, thank you very much. That was a lovely interview. Um, everyone, check out... What's the at? At Carrie Claire Neal. Hell yeah. K-E-R-R-I-C-L-A-I-R-E-N-E-I-L. Perfect. And if you're in St. John's... I'm scared of you. Um, <laughs> and please stop listening. Please unfollow my podcast on Spotify. I don't need that. Uh, but drop down to Downtown Comics. It's lovely. It's cozy. Um, even though there's Funko Pops, which scare me, there's also books, which ease me a little. <laughs> and board games. And board games. <laughs> but yes, thank you very much for coming on. Right, thanks for having me. Good man, the juice.